Welcome back, everyone. To In the Trenches. Welcome back to everybody. Oh my gosh, we have been gone for three weeks and one of those weeks was not planned, but we are so stinking excited to be back. Tony, how does it feel back? Or well, how does it feel to be back? <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I, we've had so many adventures and so many fun stories to tell over the last three weeks. I'm so excited to share them. Yes. Yeah. We have quite literally been going nonstop uh, for the last three weeks. We've been to different countries. We've been to different states. We've shaken our butts everywhere, had no underwear on at times. And it's, <laughs> it's been so fun. It has been so fun. But we've I'm definitely missed you. Over. I'm yes, also very sad it's all over, but also really excited it's over. <laughs> right. It was, just like, oh, it was exhausting and stressful. Right. I love my girlies, but oh my goodness, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are like three days post all the craziness, and we both are quite tired, but we're really excited to be here. We I I think we got a couple different messages. We talked to people in our friend group and at the wedding who we're wondering where we've been. We've been a little absent. So we're really excited to be back um, and get back in these trenches because y'all, we are still in them. Absolutely. No status updates here. The <laughs> trenches are rough in Mexico. They are rough in Colorado. They are rough in California. They are just rough every day we have been. <laughs> They're not going to get us. Um, speaking of in the trenches, have you had any trenches updates the last couple of weeks? Like any deep dives into these trenches, any attacks on your soul? Um, not really, to be honest. I've been asked on a couple of dates via Facebook and like Snapchat. Ooh. Uh, um, but it's a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, both people from high school. And oh, I'm don't worry like, about that. No. <laughs> so, but no, outside of that, nope. The trenches are dry. <laughs> Which is kind of good. I think like these last three weeks, it's probably been good to not have any updates for the trenches. It's true. I was actually watching this TikTok last night and she was like, who complains about being single? Like I can go out to lunch when I want to with who I want to drink as much as I want to and then come home and take a nap. And answer to nobody. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh, yes. Like, it's been so nice to just come home after work and, like, just be a useless potato trying to recover. <laughs> <laughs> right. In the very few free days we've had, it's been nice to, like, not have to worry about texting people back. I agree with that. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Ugh, what are what are your trenches looking like over there? I <laughs> <laughs> well, the trenches have also been like quite dry for me or like, yeah, quite dry. Um, not a lot of attacks on me, except the one week we were supposed to record and then we didn't because life was a little hectic. Um, I went to a Kings like game at the stadium, but it was when they were away and I ended up drinking copious amounts because it was the Kings game. And then that night was my law school's last like uh, law review party, which is just basically... I I would also just like to point out everybody that Caitlin is talking about the Sacramento Kings as in basketball, <laughs> not LA Kings as in hockey, because she's fucking weird for some reason. You're the only person who gets confused by that. <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. Take a poll. Has anyone in their life on this podcast ever heard of the Sacramento Kings? Uh, anyone because who watches sports because they literally made it to play sports. <laughs> but I honestly, I do not watch a lot of basketball. I watch a lot of <laughs> hockey, i.e. why I thought you were talking about the LA Kings. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Anyways, so it was a Thursday night. I was stressy and depressing, which means I wasn't eating. And so three IPAs just had me hammered and then we went to another bar and my friend was ordering us like tequila pineapple well like I've talked about before on this podcast like when I drink I just get really flirty really friendly and my friend is going through like a crazy breakup and she's like off a rocker so she invited these two Sacramento State kids out to party with us like college kids these kids were 21 years old 
at some point during the night, uh, I ended up like dancing on this guy and then making out with him, like in this public bar in front of a bunch of my law school cohort, just like making, making out with this kid. Mind you, oh, couldn't tell God. you his name. He was like five, four. He, no! <laughs> he was, I was so okay until that moment. Oh no. So little and like, so weird and then it for some reason and my friend says it's because I was like I just want to leave I'm ready to leave this bar we ended up leaving this bar with these two children essentially going to IHOP we go to IHOP this kid orders me what he thinks I want doesn't even ask me what I want why do you have a habit of having those guys because I'm making out with five foot four losers on the dance floor of a dive bar. Like, who am I? <laughs> and so he ends up being like, oh, well, I'll pay for this. And I was like, yeah, you will pay for this. And like, I'm not paying for this. I didn't. This is not what I wanted. And then um, he when we went, uh, one of the guys was sober. So he like drove us all home. Uh, and the other kid like got out of the car and he like tried to kiss me and he said, so can I have your number? And I was like, no, you don't need <laughs> number." And he was like, well, can I see you again? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, oh, absolutely no. not. you do not need to ever see me again. And he, oh no, dude. I will never her. Thanks. Oh. Do not come. So <laughs> I definitely, I'm in these trenches, everyone. Uh, when I'm sad and depressed and stressed uh I make out with losers so that's my making out honey no (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I was hammered you got a photo of how I looked that night I was like I know it's my my contact photo for you (laughs) (laughs) we'll maybe post it on the trenches hell yeah for the story oh god anyways so yeah that's kind of that's kind of my trenches but with these trenches uh, and with all the adventures that Tony and I have been on these last couple of weeks, we realized that we are consistently the only single ones at all of these big events that we have gone Dude, to every year. The only ones. It's like sickening. Oh, my and gosh. I'm over it. So over it. I think like. So our, we've now had four friends who have gotten married and <laughs> at every wedding, each of these weddings, Tony and I have been single at every single one of these weddings, every single one, dude. <laughs> and in the movies growing up or like even like movies now as an adult that I watch at the weddings is always when like the bridesmaids will then like hook up with the groomsmen or the best man. And so like, there's always this excitement surrounding weddings, but at every wedding we've been to, we've quite literally been the only single people at the wedding. Well, actually, I was dating New Mexico at Shaylee's wedding. And Jade's wedding, I think. Um, That's when we were in like a weird phase. We weren't really dating. Oh. So I've been the single one at every single wedding. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to point that out. Oh, I appreciate you man. on that. <laughs> Well, I just, I knew Shaylee or Kenzie or someone was going to be like, wait a minute, you were bleh. And then I, I too hooked up with a groomsman at Ashley's wedding. So. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't hook up with him at the wedding. You guys like made out. Yeah, we made out. That's yeah. what I mean. So yeah, I guess yeah. like, yeah, I mean, whatever you classify as hookup, I guess. But yeah, we made out. <laughs> yeah. At every wedding, I have gotten hammered with all the husbands and I've gotten all the husbands like fucked up. And so all the wives get pissed off every, every single time. <laughs> you guys, Caitlin was so drunk. <laughs> At Kenzie's wedding, it was the funniest thing of my life. Oh, Caitlin and I, obviously, as if you guys have listened to us for a while, have known we've been friends for forever. And I've seen Caitlin drunk a decent amount of times. And this <laughs> was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's It was my best life. It was- <laughs> I was definitely really sick uh, the morning of, and I think like that definitely did not help anything. Um, But with being the single people, I I know you and I were talking about this earlier, and it comes with a lot of different emotions. Like you just talked, you referenced a TikTok where it's like, there's a lot of freedom in being single. Like you don't have to worry about meeting up with people and talking to people all the time and touching base and all of these things. But I think something that's been 
I'll speak for myself, at least something that's been really hard at all of these weddings is knowing that like all of my people have met people that love them deeply and that they love deeply. And I continue to be this single person. And I think also for us, like we both were the ones, I think everyone kind of thought we're going to get married first. Like we were in the most serious relationship, uh, like prior to all the weddings happening. And so I think for me, it brings up questions of like, what is wrong with me? It's where I can't find my person. And this is kind of exhausting. And how are there, how do none of our friends have single friends to where like, why can't we meet any of these friends at the wedding? Like maybe I'm not trying to hook up, but I want to meet a nice groomsman. Come on. Like 100%. And like, I just, you know what? Being single freaking sucks dude sometimes like I'm gonna say it I don't care if it's negative I don't care like that's the reality and I am so like thankful and blessed that our friends have wonderful husbands but it's just like when when is it my turn when what the hell like and everyone's like oh it's a lesson learned lord I have learned enough lessons (laughs) the lessons have been learned lord like where is he Yeah, I think I'm also getting tired of those, like, it's not like toxic positivity, because I think people mean well when they say it. But I'm really tired of people saying like, you're only 26, you're only 27, you're right guys gonna come and it's like, listen, I've been single as fuck for four years, not like, I've had a couple weird situationships, but I have not been in a single relationship where I have given a fuck about someone in four years. And so part of me is like, I don't know if my guy is going to come. Like, I'm not one of those people that believes that there is someone out there for everyone. I know a lot of, there are people in my family who have like never been in love and ne- like, I don't want to be that person, but I feel like I, like, I'm constantly just wondering, like, what is it about me? that is so like unlovable on this. And it's kind of no, a hundred percent. And I say that all the time when I talk to like a lot of our married friends and I'm like, why, like, am I so hard to love? And everyone's like, Oh, you're not. And I'm, it's not like a pity question. Like I'm not searching for your pity. Like it's a genuine question. Like what yeah. is going on? Because, and this is not to sound cocky. This is just how it is. Like we have a pretty decent amount of guys lined up at our door. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where are the serious guys? Because yeah. they like, in my personal experience, they trick you into thinking that they're serious about it. And then they dip. And it's just like, I'm so sick of wasting my time on shit like that. I've like closed it off. I'm like, nope, ain't freeze. Not doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what, like, what am I doing? Like, it is the most frustrating and infuriating thing. Yeah. No, I agree. I like, uh, it's funny. The more that we're talking about this, the more I think when uh, basketball and I broke up, I I was in a very bad headspace at that time. But when we broke up, I remember asking him like, what do I need to do to be enough for someone? And he was like, "Uh, no, nothing. Like everything that happened in our relationship was me. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, yes, it was. But also there was something about that to where I was not enough for you to figure your Mm -hmm. shit out. And I think like there was a time in life where I was like, okay, Caitlin, you're being dramatic by asking this question. But now four years down the road, I'm like, maybe there is something about me. And I like, I'm tired of people saying the, oh, like you're kind of intimidating because you like are smart and successful. And it's like, that's fucking stupid. Like all of my friends are smart and successful too. And they found their people. Like, why am I the person that's great for like a one night stand or that's great for like, like the night of the wedding, I was hammered and I sent like a selfie, I guess, to a bunch of people. I I looked at my phone and the Snapchat and I have all these guys who like want to like sexualize me and do all these things, but like no one wants to actually be like, oh my gosh, I love your brain. I love your passion. Like all of that is too much, but like you can put your dick in me. People want to be with me, but they don't want to love me. Yeah. Like, and it's so like, and once again, like, I love that our friends are married and have found their happiness, but like, you know, they're, they're so far removed Mm. from this type of like issue, which once again, I'm happy for them, but like, they don't get it anymore. And so like when, 
we're like in these rough spots and they like come to us with their best intentions. I want to shake them like, like, I love you, but stop. And I yeah. love all of listening. <laughs> yeah, we do love you, but it is true. I also think like, so I was telling my sister this the other day, I was like, I love all of them, but half of the three fourths of the four that have gotten married <laughs> fell in love with like the first person who was wonderful. Like they met their love of their life. Like, I'm like, you literally like, were of your life and had nothing else to do. And then like <laughs> one of them only had one failed one and he was shitty. And then the love of her life. Who's also like, literally what is going on? And so I'm like, well, I don't know what, I don't know what water they were drinking in high school, right. Caitlin, but we're against it. Maybe like, where's the water maybe, I needed. <laughs> maybe they're the ones that got the eye drops in the ranch and we, we missed out. <laughs> and that is the difference. <laughs> Mr. Ridge reference. If you know, right. you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's like a felony offense, also. Like later in life, I was like, holy shit, those, that person could have gone. I think they did get in trouble. But yeah, I don't know. It's I just, don't even know who it was. I also don't think I know. <laughs> if anyone knows who the eye drop person criminal was, let us know. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I, and this is like a more serious topic we've had. And I appreciate that we're starting with this and then are going to like a funnier topic. But I do think it's important uh, when Tony and I were talking about what to talk about today, I was like, I think it's important for our other single listeners out there to know that these feelings aren't unusual. And I think a lot of times that toxic positivity in society, like tries to silence that and be like, you are enough and you're going to find your person. And this is just a season. And I'm fucking tired of like, I've had it with that because yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to sit in this and like yeah. be upset. I, I literally redownloaded um, two dating apps and I've been like, okay, let's, let's change some of my yeah. pictures. Let's see what I can do. And it's like, I, there's no fulfillment. Well, and I also hate the notion that like us feeling this way takes away from our excitement or happiness for our friends right like yeah. one of my my coworker um she's getting married in October and um anyone who knows me and is like a really good friend of mine knows that I've always wanted to be married in October and when New Mexico and I were very seriously talking about marriage we were talking about dates mm. and last year it was either October 8th of 2022 and then or this year it was going to be October 7th of 2023 and that's when she's getting married and I was like, when I got the invitation, like I'm elated, like I'm so happy for her, like her and her fiance have been together for like quite some time now, like they met in high school, like super cute love story. I love it for them. But then like the other half of me was like, damn, dude, like that was supposed to be me. And it's like, I am allowed to feel both of those feelings. And like, if you are a listener and like struggle with that kind of like battling your guilt like just know that it's normal like you yeah. can celebrate your friends wins and then also like sit with your issues right mm -hmm. I think it's just important to like not take away from the moment and god I hope I never have I yeah. truly hope I never have lowered it if I have I'm so I sorry don't think you have no I don't think so at all I remember at uh Shaley's wedding I think I don't know if I was crying to you or New Mexico but like during the wedding I also was hammered at her wedding but like during the wedding, I had gone inside to go to the bathroom and I remember just like crying. And I think it was, I think it was you, maybe it was New Mexico, but I remember crying and just being like, I was so ready to marry my person. And I'm in a position where I know I have so much love to give. And like, is this a good time in my life to date? Probably not. But also like, I've looked back at some situationships I've had recently and I have been super closed off and I just wish I would let love in because I think the moments I've been closed off have been the times where like, that could have been someone who loved me well. And then the other moments are just like, you're just not, I'm not being chosen, which sucks. So with all that, Tony, how do you think we should, we and other people who are single and in the trenches during this time should approach moving forward? I know for us, we're really glad that we are the last two that need to get married. So we don't need to watch any of that anymore. But how do we navigate like friend vacations when we're with our friends and their husbands and their kids and conversations and feeling like we're a little bit behind in life? Like, how do you think we navigate that best? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a really good question because I feel those things all the time, right? And I know we've talked about it a lot and, you know, it's cliche and corny and cheesy, but I really just think like being happy and like thankful to be where we are in that moment, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it's so hard to do that, right? But I think like when you take a step back and like, there are other things that we are successful in that like some of our friends aren't as right that they wish that they were such as, you know, some of our friends like career wise, like they're not super happy with their careers. Not that like we are either, but like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like we at least were more on a path than she felt like she was. And she wanted that so, 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 so bad. Mm -hmm. Right. So like we are successful in other ways. And so just, I guess, trying to like, you know, just be happy for your people and focus on the good that you do have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really good advice. I think, I think what you said earlier is important. Like give yourself permission to feel the sad feelings during other people's joy. Like that's not selfish. That's totally okay. And I think nourish the relationships that you have. I think we put so much emphasis in society about like intimate relationships are only with like your sexual partners, but I think there's a lot to be said about like nourishing your intimate relationships with your friends and with family and like other people who will show you what it feels like to feel loved. And then that's what you can seek out in a partner. And maybe don't put a lot of pressure on it. Cause I do think sometimes yes. <laughs> like searching for it, I like my blinders are already on. So I think maybe if I was just more casual. Maybe if we were just more casual, we'd be better. Yeah. I mean, you know what they say, like, when you stop looking, it'll come. And I'm just like, oh. yeah, fuck all of you. Ah, <laughs> like, I feel like, like dead ass. I feel like in this moment is the most time that I've truly like not been looking. Like, mm. I'm, I'm really not, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not like doing anything. Like, I'm truly just like chilling with myself. Yeah. And it's not... <laughs> I'm not <Fine>. looking. <laughs> That's fun. I'm not looking. This fucking sucks. Good time. <laughs> SOS. Uh, I'm like, at least if I'm gonna be single in these trenches, like let me get fucked. Like, come on. But like 100 percent which is also that. not happening. Please. <laughs> SOS. I do think that's our fault though. I think we like oh, it is. don't let people, which is, which is like good go us, but also damn, come on. Like I know these trenches don't need to be like the Sahara desert. My God. Yeah. The trenches don't need the cobwebs too. Okay. <laughs> Please. Like what is happening? Right. I'm like, I'm on week six of not being waxed and nobody can complain <laughs> because nothing's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> 100 percent. oh my gosh oh um speaking of sex uh (laughs) tony (laughs) we're gonna transition into a more fun topic uh tony how if you have (laughs) did you lose your virginity (laughs) okay so like i'm gonna apologize on caitlin's behalf that was one of the worst transitions we've had (laughs) (laughs) we were talking about cobwebs and I was like oh my god this is a perfect transition (laughs) listen we've been we've been on rest for three a bit rusty everybody it's okay a bit rusty also I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts that have shit ass transitions and people love those people so Uh, (laughs) and they don't stick to their script at least we stick to our script (laughs) to be clear I think we're just our worst critics but exactly anyway So like we got talking about this conversation to talk about in today's episode because somehow my mom and I were talking about (laughs) it a couple weeks back. It was me, my mom, and uh, my mom's one of my mom's best friends and they listened to the podcast and we were talking about some stuff and like it got on the topic of how my mom found out that I had lost my virginity. (laughs) Which is a really funny story. Well, at least I think it's funny. So <laughs> um, we're going to share it. So um, I, for those of you that don't know, I lost my virginity when I was, I to say I was 15. And it just, it's not that there's any shame. It's just like for me as a person with a sister who is 16, like I'm looking at her like she's a baby and I'm like, mm. oh my God, ew. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just for me, it's just like hard to like ah, separate that. <laughs> um so like I lost my virginity when I was 15 
And I think I'm like, I'm a very emotional person. And so losing my virginity was a very emotional experience for me. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely changed me. Like the yeah. experience changed me. And this man had me wrapped around his finger from that moment on, like in a very, very unhealthy way. And my mom could see it. And so for years, I think she knew, but it's like one of those things where it's like, like, is it better to be like ignorant is bliss or like, do I ask like, (laughs) what do you do? So like, you know, I had the conversation with her um, pretty shortly after I lost my virginity to get on birth control. And I was not honest. I said it was to regulate my period, which actually was a pro, but that was not my main reason. That was not why. Yeah. No. And once again, at that time, I think she knew, but like, didn't really want to say anything. And also everyone, like my mom had me when she was 15. So like the conversations surrounding sex with my mother and I for a very long time were very awkward and very uncomfortable because I think she was terrified, right? That like, it was going to happen to me too. So like, just not fun. So anyway, one day when I'm finally a senior in high school, And I don't even know if him and I are dating at this time. Like it might've been a time when we were broken up. I don't know. But like she, I was showering. Okay. And she comes downstairs into my bathroom while I'm showering and she's drunk. And she's (laughs) like, I have to ask you something. And I was like, okay, like what the hell is going on? And she was like, are you a virgin? And I like literally mid shampoo, like, freeze and I was like what the hell this is not I'm in the twilight zone there's no way I'm booty ass naked in the shower right now and my drunk mother is asking me this like no way and so then it's just silent for what feels like eternity but like it was silent for probably like a good two minutes and then I was like no mom like I'm not this woman starts bawling her eyes out bro I'm talking wailing she's sitting on my toilet and she's wailing and she's like oh my god like I I've failed you like I'm so sorry like I'm a horrible mother and I'm once again booted well at this point I'm like pot like peeked out of the curtain like what is going on and I was just like mom like you didn't fail me like you taught me to lose my virginity to someone that I at least like cared about. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did like, he was my first love. Like I do not regret losing my virginity to him. I was like, you did not fail me at all. I'm just a dramatic ass bitch. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, how did you oh, lose your virginity? Um, okay. Okay. So that was the question. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I kind of got off on a tangent. Listen, I may or may not be under the influence I knew you were I could tell it (laughs) of my sleepy time aids everyone so be nice to me you (laughs) shut your mouth anyway um okay so I'm a freak when it comes to date right so I actually remember the day that I lost my virginity (laughs) me too January 5th of 2012 I'm a psychopath (laughs) I remember dates like a motherfucker I sound like a loser so anyway Um, so I had actually, we had only been dating for probably a week, which sounds awful, but he pursued me for probably six months prior to this. So like, we were like talking and like comfortable with each other on an emotional level by the time that we started dating officially. So it didn't feel that brand new, but oh my God, it was so scandalous. Um, (laughs) I think I was the second one in our group to lose our virginity, right? Is that what we figured out in Mexico? Well, we can't say it out loud. Yeah. Anyway, I was. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I was either the first or the second. So one of the newer ones, and it was so scandalous. They were like, "Oh my god, you've only been doing it for five days." Anyway, but I was like, (laughs) but anyway, so I went to his house and we hung out at his house ninety eight percent of the time, and we were on the couch in his living room. And his parents were like upstairs and whatever. And we started like making out and like things started getting like hot and heavy, blah, blah, blah. And like at that moment, like I just, I literally looked at him and I was like, I'm ready. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. It was like a light switch. I was like, yep. <laughs> so then like we went down into his bedroom, into the basement and like bada bing, bada boom. 
Um, it was horrible. It hurt so oh, bad. No. Um, 10 out of 10. It was awful. I was like, oh my God, I think <laughs> I lasted like seven minutes and I had to like get him off. I was like, oh, I can't like this hurts so bad. So yeah, the, it did not, it was not good until probably like the fifth time around. Because <laughs> it just like hurt so bad. I was like, oh my God, like it was horrible. <laughs> so that was, um, the thing but like it was not romantic um I had my shirt on still like it's not like you know well because when you're in high school you have to worry about like if the parents are going to come down like that's so stressful like oh Oh my god God, a million percent oh god could not be yeah well so how did you lose your virginity oh well if you're my family you should probably stop listening because they all Probably not if you've gotten this far in the episode and I just complained about not being fucked, but um, oh <laughs> oh, I did a couple of minutes ago. Um, so not all of you know this, Tony knows this, but growing up, I grew up in a very vanilla Christian household where I was given and like loved. Uh, I had a purity ring uh, that I was given as soon as I, I think, started my period. And so the whole concept of like having sex was something that I was kind of terrified of. And that in my head, I was like, okay, well, this is reserved for the person that I want to love and want to be with forever. And so no part of me, like, had ever ventured into even thoughts about that with other people. So I lost my virginity when I was 18. Um, I lost it on February 14th, Ah. uh, (laughs) um, 2015, I think would have been the year that it was. Um, And I lost it to a man who was at the time, like the person who I loved deeply and I wanted to be with. Now, what's funny about us Christians who are really trying to save ourselves for marriage is, you know, you get a little creative when things get hot and heavy. Um, I Ah. think, (laughs) I think the, the Mormon soak. So like, they'll put the pee pee in the cooter, but they won't do movements or they'll have someone else stand on the bed to where the pee is rocking. Oh, wild. (laughs) Yeah. my partner and I at the time, he was also a virgin. Uh, we would do this thing, I think. So like we had started dating in October. So I think probably starting in December or January, because we like slept together in the same bed all the time. But we were like, no, we, I was like, no, I don't want to have sex. He's like, yes, I respect that because I still wore my purity ring all over campus. Like I was so proud of this. And so we would do this thing that we ended up calling like fake sex. And what I've talked to other people who like grew up like me that were afraid of things was that fake sex is kind of like dry humping, essentially. Like it, when things get really hot and heavy, one of us would always have underwear on. And <laughs> I was I was normally with that underwear on. And we would just rub, like a rub and tug. So like it was just like that's what we would do. Like, I don't even know if I had given him a blow. I probably had given him a blowjob before this point. Yes, I had. Because the first time that he came in my mouth, I almost threw up because I was like, what is happening? And he didn't know because he had never like gotten head before either. So I was like, what is what? shooting in my mouth? Wait, hold, hold, hold on a second. There's so many things to unpack right there. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, okay. Maybe he's never gotten head, but like, had he ever ejaculated before? Like he knew what it was going to feel like. And he still did it <laughs> in my mouth. I I remember- tell you, I'm biting it off. I'm biting <laughs> it off. If you do not tell me or ask me or, you know what I mean? There's I will no conversation. bite it off. Bye. Yeah. No conversation. And I remember uh, telling my roommate and I was like, like this person, I don't know if she wants me to say her name, but my roommate at the time, I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And she was like, uh, the first time my boyfriend did that and she married also her middle school sweetheart. But she was like, the first time he did that, I grabbed his hand and spit it into his hands because she, 100%. he didn't mention anything. But like when basketball did it, I just was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yo, like, what do I do with all this? Like, and I also have like never seen porn before. Like when I tell you, I was so afraid of sex. And so like up until honestly being like 22, 23, I was like, 
very vanilla in the moves that I did that like I did masturbate anything like that so anyways what? <laughs> yes, man, it was so embarrassing. But oh basketball. God, I guess we can talk about that on an episode. <laughs> oh, but, I have a completely um, different experience. Well, now I like masturbate all the time, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm making up for it now, <laughs> right? I'm all the time. Um. So, anyways, I <laughs> we sponsor us, that. Adam and Eve. <laughs> We need more womanizers in our lives and our friends. Oh my God. Um, that'll be our suggestion for the week. But, SOS, um, <laughs> I'm in dire need. Please. Um, but we would do this dry humping thing. And on Valentine's Day in 2015, he had just finished a basketball game and it, we were gross. And I, we were in my room. Yeah. So we were in my room. My roommate's birthday is that week. So she was in a different city because her, she was at her boyfriend's. And, um, we were like getting hot and heavy. I remember I borrowed one of her bras because I don't, I really, I think I own one bra and I think it's from Walmart. Cause I don't wear bras that <laughs> often. And in college, all I had was sports bras, but my roommate had all these like beautiful, like Victoria's secret bras and lingerie. And we are not the same cup size. Like she was like a C or a D. I was not, especially back then. I was like, not now I've like gained weight, but I remember I was wearing one of hers and like a big t-shirt and like some sexy underwear. And I was like, okay, we're going to do some like hot and heavy dry sex. Maybe other things are going to happen. And (laughs) while we were dry humping and we were listening to, (laughs) we were listening to, uh, your artist who (laughs) (laughs) lost my virginity to his song. So I like to think that's how you and I have this extra bond. It's like, what in this world? I wish so badly I could say who it was because I want to know because I bet you he's on so many of your sex playlists oh so many well, oh I, man so many I people dm'd us asking that too but um so we were getting hot and heavy and he quote unquote accidentally slipped it in like I don't know where my panties I don't know if he moved my panties I don't know what had happened but oh. he accidentally slipped it in and it was like two pump check. And that's, that's really what our four and a half year relationship was, was like two. Oh, pumps done. So it was like, it was a very quick thing. And then he, he like pulled out, luckily knew how to pull out of my vagina didn't know how to pull out of my mouth, but he pulled out oh. and, uh, I, he was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I immediately started sobbing like fucking embarrassing I'm like sitting there roommates bra so my boobs aren't even feeling this like we were just supposed to have fake sex (laughs) and then we had real sex on valentine's day and I am sobbing like not not cute like a very (laughs) for those of you that are not watching Tony's dying right now (laughs) I literally just had to mute myself everybody because I couldn't breathe what oh and he immediately freaked out like this was back before he was a piece of shit this was like back when he was well maybe not because he slipped it in but like he uh he was like oh my god what is wrong and I was like I'm gonna go to hell and god hates me and what is oh my god all of these like guys I was fucking crazy I could and this is because I grew up in the household that I grew up in where they were like no sex never you're gonna burn in hell I remember one time my dad was like you're gonna have to look your future husband in the eyes and say you're not the first person I've slept with and I was like want to look I don't want to do that like I want to tell him oh my god and so I was literally crying and like basketball I keep almost saying his name I think it's so late at night but basketball literally was like okay it's okay we never have to do this again and I like I took off my ring all dramatic and threw it in the trap like my purity ring threw it in the trash and I was like I'm not pure anymore I don't know what's gonna happen and I was like no we can do this again because it was great I was like this is fun. sex is fun well the first time two pumps like not that great but that was back in the day when he would actually like like f- finger me and do great things with me. Not anymore. Well, not yeah. we're not together, but like not after that point. But I just remember it was so bad. And I'm sure he went back to some of his friends and was like, oh my God, this was so terrible. Granted, this was also like his first time losing his virginity um, or his, his time losing his virginity, but it was so embarrassing. And I remember people being like, how romantic, like y'all lost it. Uh, oh. 
Valentine's Day and I was like, oh, and yeah. then I Little saw, you know. like, have, if a man started sobbing during <sighs> sex, I would freak out. I had law school literally shush me to tell me he was coming during sex one time because he had never came during sex, like during actual intercourse. And I was like, fuck this. So I can only imagine what basketball was thinking when he lost his virginity, like when that guy lost his virginity. Yeah. Mine high school, the guy that I lost my virginity to did not lose his to me. I think I was according to him. I was his third, but God only freaking knows. (laughs) You might've been. I mean, I think people talk a big game, but I'm like, I know not all y'all have dick game, especially in high school. Here's the thing. I like losing my virginity in college. I I think was less scary because the only person I had to worry about potentially walking in was like, I was really close to the soccer guys and they would always stay in my room. So I was like, they would have walked in or my roommate would have come home. But like my parents, like. Oh my gosh. I don't know how high schoolers be doing that shit. Yeah. I like, I think back to when high school and I did, and I think his parents knew. And I just oh, think, probably. you know, like, because I remember one time his stepmom yelled down the stairs and it was right when him and I first started actually dating and she was joking around and she was like, no hanky panky. And like, she was being funny, but I just like, I think that they knew but they, it was like just an unspoken thing. Mm, yeah. Because I'm just like, there's no, like, like I said, we hung out at his house 98% of the time and we were always in the basement. Like, oh, they had to know. Yeah. yeah. So like, I don't really know, but like I said, not once did I ever try that shit at my house. Uh-uh. Oh God. Uh-uh. Hell no. I'd rather die. <laughs> Even when like basketball and I had been dating for a while and he would come to visit, like, when we'd have I remember one time we had sex like uh and my friend had come out into the like room that we were in to hang out with us and we were like mid sex but under the cover so we we're like okay like small hip thrusts <laughs> oh my god no but even then I was like like my parents weren't home that but I really hope they don't listen to this but I was loud <laughs> I'd be disowned forever but even then like I have not ever done it when they are in the vicinity because that would scare the shit out of me mm-hmm. i just cannot even imagine greg monk would freak the fuck out oh my god can you imagine <laughs> don't government name him oh man <laughs> <laughs> we'll blurt out the last name <laughs> yeah i'm good on that thought i don't even want to think about that yeah that would be just so terrible <laughs> well uh we're gonna do a poll on friday to see if any of you have some fun, exciting stories as to how you've lost your virginity, because I want to know, did any of you cry and throw your period ring in the garbage? Oh my God. Or am I the only one? Maybe I'm the only one, but I don't know. (laughs) I don't think you're the only one. All that I, all that I do know is that I wanted a purity ring really bad before you lost before I lost my virginity (laughs) so bad because the Jonas Brothers had one and I was obsessed with the freaking Jonas Brothers I wanted one so bad and my mom I think my mom was secretly like I'm not freaking getting that for you you dumbass (laughs) like no but I was like mom please and like I did not grow up very religious at all like my family is not very religious so it was like super out of the blue my mom was like what the fuck no (laughs) Oh um, my gosh, she didn't. Oh. <laughs> you would have had a dramatic experience losing your virginity. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Do you ever think about that? Like, uh, we have a friend who knows someone who recently just got married and they were both virgins. Can you imagine losing your virginity on your wedding night in your late 20s? No. I'm horrified. Like it's just so much change all at once. Yeah. I will say, so we actually went to high school with a gal and she was on my cheer team. And she always said that she was saving her first kiss till her wedding day. I thought this girl was a lunatic. I was like, I know this person. Yeah. I know who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, this girl's a freaking lunatic. 
And I was kind of like mean to her about it. Like I was a little bitch. Now looking back, like this girl was so sweet. And I was all <laughs> like, what the fuck? But I was like, how are you going to know if a guy, like if you love someone or if they love you, if you've never kissed? <laughs> and she was like, because if he waits to kiss me, like then I'll know. And I was all, you damn right. Well, <laughs> got married, I think like within the last two years, mm-hmm. she looked stunning by the way. Like yeah. she looked gorge. Um, and she like talked about that story. And I was like lo- reading her story on Facebook, c- c- sobbing. I was like, oh my God, she <laughs> did it. Like she did it. And I had so much admiration for her, but absolutely never be my poor ass. <laughs> but I love that for her. I was like, oh my God, how cute. Oh my gosh. I just think, cause I, I, even after basketball and I broke up, I was like, all right, new leaf. Like the next person I date, I'm not going to have sex with them. Little did I know I'd start fucking half of Sacramento County. Like, I don't know, <laughs> but I think like looking back and the experience that I've had, cause again, it's not shameful. I think we shame sex a ton. Um, and I think a lot of that's rooted in religion and like the government that we have. But I think sometimes I'm like, if I would have stayed with basketball and that would have been what I knew as sex for my whole life, I, and this is no shame. I'm very proud of this man and what he's doing in life, blah, blah, blah. But I would be very sad because I've had like a mix of sexual experiences since him that some have been very terrible. Some have been amazing. And I just think like, there's so you really need to connect intimately with your partner and you don't like, physically connect with everybody. And like, there are some people you don't, it's the same thing. Like you don't emotionally connect with everyone. You don't physically connect with everyone. And I think like one of my friends said, well, that can grow. Those things can grow as you continue to love them. And I agree, but also like if someone's not getting you off the way that you need to get off, like that's probably never going to change, especially with very selfish sexual partners, like shit's not going to change. So I cannot imagine the first time having sex with someone being on my wedding night. 100%. And I actually just asked, you know, or I don't know if she would want this information out there. So I'm going to keep her my name out. But our friend who just got married, I had asked her, you know, like, do you think you're ever going to regret only ever being with him? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, she was like, my, you know, intimate life with him is amazing. Yeah. And I just was like, so happy for her. I was like, oh, like, Truly, like, I love that for you. Like, I'm happy because I would rather it be that than the opposite, right? Like, oh my gosh, like. Right. So it made me so happy to hear her say that. But then I was just like, oh my gosh, like, could never be me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I'm so far past that, Lord. Yeah, no, I agree. And maybe, like, maybe as we get older, it'll change. But I also think, like, we're in a position now where, like this is shitty but I just think like sex sometimes is part of it granted when I'm dating people I think I've said this on the podcast like if I'm dating you and I'm actually interested in being with you I will not have sex with you if I just see you as sex I'll have sex with you all day but like mm-hmm. when I was dating uh Clayman, like I specifically was like I do not want to have sex with you granted we had first met by have like hooking up but then when we were getting a little bit more serious, I was like, I don't want to do that again. Like, I want to just work on our connection and then like, then we can start yeah. having sex and a, a baseball from uh, SoCal. He was the same way. I was like, there's, there's just no point in having sex. I would much rather build a different connection, but interesting topic for food for thought. But yes, we would like to hear <laughs> how y'all have lost your virginities. Let us know. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone well that is the end of our first episode of season two. Oh, two episode one. Oh my gosh oh we're really well <laughs> just dancing we're just really excited to continue to go on this journey with you i think we learned a lot during season one about what we kind of want this to look like, how we can be better. We talked to a lot of people over the last couple of weeks about what they want to hear, what they like, what they don't like. Um, and we still want to receive all of that from you. But before we end and do our normal conclusions, we have a couple hot 
tips, suggestions for the week. Tony, start us off with your suggestion. Okay. Yes. This has absolutely nothing really to do with in the trenches, but <laughs> um, my Bridgerton folks, anybody, if you have not watched Queen Charlotte, I need you to do not walk, run to go watch right. this show. It was so good, you guys. It is all I've been able to talk about since I watched it on Sunday. (laughs) I watched it as soon as I got home from the wedding. Like, I, and I loved it. And I was sobbing by the end of the night. It was insane. Go watch it, everybody. Mm. Yeah. Tony literally, quite literally, took me to the airport, went to an appointment, and then watched the entire fucking season on Sunday. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) And it was great. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to start it. I'm trying to finish Working Moms, and then I'm going to watch it. Because all the TikTok snippets are just, like, making me so excited. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm about to literally start rewatching it. Like, I'm so in love with it. It was so good. I love it. I'm so interested Um, to hear your takes on it. Yeah, I definitely will watch it and then you all watch it and we'll ask some questions because that's also about love. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And man, they go through the ups and the downs. So like, it, right. Yeah. And maybe y'all don't need that, but it worked yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, good. My suggestion this week is in the trenches related. So <laughs> if you are a single lady or honestly, if you are just a person with a vagina, um, you really should invest in, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this. <laughs> you should invest in tools that invest in you. And what I'm talking about, ladies and gents that listen for your partners, your wives, your friends, your sisters, your mamas, which would be weird. If mother's <laughs> coming up, that is a weird gift, but she'd probably love it. But, um, the best masturbation tool that I was gifted during COVID is called the womanizer. Now y'all here's why the womanizer is great. And if womanizer, you are listening, you should sponsor us, but Mm -hmm. the womanizer is great because many women can actually not get off, like have an orgasm through penetrative sex. Now I know quite a bit of people, myself included, that had not had one until the purchase of this item. Now this item blows air on your clitoris or it sucks. I, but I think it blows air. <laughs> I'm giving a lot of descriptions on this episode, but it's absolutely wonderful. It has 10 different settings. I promise you, you will not need to go past setting number three and you will have a beautiful, <laughs> you will have a beautiful, uh, experience just you and this beautiful tool. So make sure you invest in yourself because an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away. Uh, Dying. <laughs> Is that why I'm one foot in the grave? <laughs> That's why you got to get a womanizer. Oh, yeah. uh, and with that, we want to thank you so much for being here and continuing to support us. We would love your continued support on Instagram at gals in the trenches. We've been better. We took so many photos on our trips that now y'all you're going to see a lot of Tony and I, and not just cropped photos of Tony and I, when we're cropping yeah. up, like we were able to do Got it for the content. Shout we out to did. the girlies. Yeah. That's shout awesome. out to the bridesmaids. <laughs> um, so go ahead and follow us on Instagram again at gals in the trenches, where you can share your stories with us, interact with our pools, look at our goofy selves um and maybe just like get more of us because we're pretty great absolutely and please make sure <laughs> that you also follow us on either spotify or apple podcasts at in the trenches and make sure to tune into every episode turn on that notification bell so you're with us every friday morning right we do air at 7 fuck 7 a.m pacific central time 8 a.m mountain standard time And we are back to our every Friday morning session. So y'all will not have a Friday without us moving forward. Indeed. Thank y'all for being patient and tuning back in. We'll see y'all next week. Yep. And in the meantime, stay out of these trenches because it's rough out here. It is rough. (laughs) We love you. Okay.